shoot. Love you guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, OKN. 706. If you're driving on the streets this morning, heading on into work, you want to take it safe. Beautiful day outside today. Bill, what, did you have the windows down on the highway today when you were coming up from Charlotte, or what was that like for you? Oh, absolutely not. No? Is yeah, it I the get... sound that gets you, or what is it? Or uh, is it's it the a little temperature? bit of the sound. I don't want to mess up this fresh dew. Um, did you shower this morning? I did. Wow. Yeah. Okay. What's that supposed to mean? No, I mean, you normally just wake up, like, alarm smash seven times on the snooze, and then you're out the door, and I just Correct. see. No, I but... shower every morning. Oh, you do every morning. Every morning. D- you didn't want that Oriole shirt flapping, flapping in the wind today, like just representing the bird. Do can I call you the birds? Is that what I'm supposed to call you? Can. you? Yeah, you can. Sure. What, yeah. What's like the motto though for the Orioles? I, you know, I don't follow baseball, so what's the? Uh, boy, ain't the beer cold. <laughs> <laughs> That's an easy way to put it. Yes. Okay. Good morning, LKN eight four four Studio Four. If you want to be part of the conversation today, jam packed show. We've got a lot of guests. We've got North American Properties and Burkdale Village in the building. In the building. In the building this morning. We're going to be talking all things Burkdale, all things development, maybe. Maybe a little development talk. Maybe maybe a little bit of boutique talk. All like what's the what's the Warby Parker? Warby Parker? I you know I'm terrible Warby with names. Warby Parker. It's yep. like a Morgan Whalen, right? Like I when I refer to him, I'm 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 not good with names. Right. right. Do you wear you don't wear glasses though? I do not. But I like looking at them glasses in the middle of it. I do. I'll just walk up and just use my eyes and look at them. I do. And they're nice. nice. Yes. They are nice. And uh, two story beer garden coming in soon. It looks like too. Yes, these are uh, these are good things. I'll jump off the top rail. No, I'm not worried no, about. No, don't do no, that. Okay, all right. No. We won't do that. Bar taco. You got a bar taco? Is yep. there one in Atlanta? Oh yeah. Yep. One in West Midtown, right by where I live. Used okay. To walk there all the time. Wow. So are you you frequented Bar Taco before? Uh, yeah. So yeah. you're going to be able to give me the inside of what to expect beforehand. Absolutely. Some good tacos, some delicious okay. drinks. Foxcroft coming in a little wine artisan kind of. That's my speed. Kind of vibe action. That's where I'm at right now in my life. Look, I told you last weekend when we went to the Rocky Lynn concert in Statesville, which was a phenomenal show, by the way. Rocky Lynn, a world-class musician. Yes, sir. I, the only disappointment for me was after the show, downtown Statesville didn't have a place to eat, didn't have a place to hang out. It was about 9 o'clock at night. I, I was a little, me and Demi, we were, di- we were a little disappointed. And we were saying to ourselves when we were driving back down 77 South, we said, let's just go to Burkdale. Let's go to Burkdale. We know right. something's going to be open. And again, it's not a hate on Statesville. It's just where that community is currently at. I don't have to worry about that here locally as much. And so it's just something culturally, I think, that we're starting to see that shift about. And uh, so it's always fun to, to go by Burkdale. You know, I'm a former tenant of Burkdale, too, by the way. I do know that. You remember that, huh? I do know that. Yeah. Yep. So the law firm was there. Yes, it was. It was exciting to be there. It was really cool. Now, I did a lot of sketchy things. Thankfully, North American didn't own the property back then, so I can say some things now that, like, I did there. Plus, we used to do the Burkdale 500 in high school. Oh, yeah. That, we would just drive the loop. That right. was it. Play the new song. Yeah. I believe back then it was, like, Fergie. Um, it wasn't um, Ice Spice. It wasn't Ice Spice. That's don't not, mess she with the People's Princess now. Sorry, I didn't realize. I, I had no idea who she was before the VMAs last night. Yes. You were like texting me and like, oh yeah, the girl from North from Hopewell was on was on the VMAs. Like, what's her name again? Yes, Renee Rapp. Renee Rapp, yes. um, who went to Hopewell, I believe yes. it was in. Um, she was born in 2000, so about 10 years after us. And so 
whatever year that would have been that she graduated, 2018? 2018. But I don't think she actually graduated from Hopewell if her Wikipedia page is accurate. Correct. I I think she was on the bigger, better, bigger, and as good things. Yeah, there you go. I like (laughs) that. Okay. So so, uh, a lot of local love uh, here from Huntersville on the VMAs last night. Yeah, but that was huge. I mean, that's that's big time. That's big time. time. Uh, Did she say Huntersville while she was like up on stage or no? no, She didn't even reference Huntersville. Yeah, she does not really. She didn't say like C1? C1? No, 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 she didn't throw out Cedarfield like that at you? No? No, not that. Ah, that's rough. That was her moment though. So, what about Ice Spice? How'd she do last night? Um, she did pretty well. I don't think I made it to her performance. The whole show is just unhinged. (laughs) Was Taylor Swift there last night? Oh, yeah, she was there. She should have just sat right next to the podium to accept all the awards. She, did she win a lot of awards last night? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. She, there's no stopping her. Yeah, she's, she's on. She is up only. That's yeah. it. I like it. And she's touring again now. Are you going to go see her? Now, you went and saw Barbie, so are you going to go see Taylor Swift too? Is that, um, is that how that works? No, I don't think I got Taylor Swift concert ticket money. I don't know of anybody. I don't know many people who do have right. that kind of cash right now. I got the heart, though. I you can do it. You could do it? Yeah. Would oh, yeah. you Would you pull a Kanye and get up on stage? I would and not. Like, I would enjoy. No. Okay. Yeah, so you wouldn't disrespect her like that? Absolutely not. Okay. Yeah. Did you watch the video last night of the, the batting practice I had? Because you know uh, Bill Russell challenged me to the hitting competition. Did you I watch did, that? I did. And that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my entire life. So we went out to Waymer Park in Huntersville yesterday mm-hmm. because D-Bat happened to have different hours. We didn't realize that the batting cages have different hours during the school year. So that's on us. Like that, right. that's on me as the planning side of things. Right. So we go to Waymer Park and I, I was hitting them. I was hitting them. I'm ready for I'm ready for I Bill saw. Russell. I'm ready, baby. This is Man, it. You look good. The video is uh, fundamentally perfect. Um, it's great. And so many it's ways. on our Twitter. So if you check it out, uh, WSIC News, um, also GM underscore LK. And I got to start pumping the Twitter more. Yeah, you do. You know, we were living that Twitter life during the crypto phase of 2021 really hard, Bill. Yeah. You know, we went all in on Ethereum. You bought some Bitcoin. I thought that was ridiculous. My coin was going to win. Yeah, let's not call it all in. But yeah. All in? Okay, no, we yeah. won't do that. Okay. Yeah. But so so now we're back on Twitter, and we're coming with a vengeance. And uh, so you can watch the video there. So Bill Russell will actually be on the show today. He's going to call in about 8.15. I hope he has a chance to watch the video prior to calling in. I've been talking a lot of junk about him. You know, right. I've been talking a lot of smack. Yes. Big game. Yes, but you backed it up in that video from what I saw. You, oh, Okay. I was even wearing my WSIC gear in that I know, video. I, I, I was going to like wear the full baseball garb, but I didn't have any because I don't watch or really you know, affiliate with baseball that much. Correct. Um, and it's not a disrespect to the sport. I think I need to make that clear again. I'm not saying that they're not athletes. I don't, I don't okay, mean it that way. This is a classic backtrack, everybody. No, 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 this is what I'm here for. Come no, on. so it's, it's, it's really about the fact that I could stand in the field all day as well. I could do that. I could, and I could make $100 million standing in a field waiting on a snow cone. I could do that. I've got no problem with that. And let me tell you, the work is done from the batters. And I was batting it. I was hitting them out into the field. And that was great. That was a good time. That was great. And it was pretty funny because like, there's a lot of clips you didn't see in the video. Like Richard oh, Shannon, sure. our digital community manager, Bill De- ben, uh, excuse me, ben Daniels, our uh, senior director of Century. I had them running. I said, why don't y'all start running like baseball players? They didn't, they didn't <laughs> want to do it, though, too much. So they were a little lazy on it. But... It's okay. I digress. Uh, we've also got Jason Drum of Drum Landscape Supply. So Drum Landscape Supply has come along as a partner for, with us, and we are excited because he does these custom lawn plans. Like, I'm not saying he's going to come out and cut your grass, but I can, like, take a picture of my grass. He'll know exactly the kind of grass it is. And then I've got this calendar schedule for what I'm supposed to do all year. Here's what he taught me. It's not just coming into spring expecting to have the greenest grass on the block. you got to prepare. 
And so in the fall is when you really got to take care of that grass. You got to aerate, you got to seed, you got to fertilize. I'm a grown man now, Bill. This isn't high school anymore. No, I, got, yeah, I know. I, I cut my, my grass. I, I cut my I grass. Need to get a, I need to get a lawn, man. Well, you live in the fourth ward in the city, so you, you live a different kind of life. I just want a lawn. I got, you, the, I got the park. You yeah, do. You overlook the park. the park right yeah, there. Yeah, I overlook the park. That's my lawn. Do you cut it? Do you get out there like with some scissors like down low? Like, yeah, I might go check out the hedges a little bit. A little bit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good morning, LKN. 844 Studio 4 if you want to ride with us today. Uh, we've got Jeff with iCats going to call in. Got to give you your traffic update. Look, when you hit these streets on 77, you're just looking, really just sitting around waiting. Kind of like baseball players. That's kind of what you're doing when you're riding on 77 around here. But see, iCats, they get to take that toll lane all the way down. You don't have to. You pay three bucks to go to the city from Iredell County each way. Three bucks, not a bad gig if you're going into Charlotte. Today's what? Today's Wednesday, so they're going somewhere today. I think Winston, maybe Winston, maybe not. I'll have to check on the schedule on that. You can get in-town routes, too, for a buck. Alternative transportation. You're listening to Good Morning LKN 844 Studio 4 North American Properties. Burkdale coming up. Good morning, LKN. Seven... 18. We made it. We're there. We got to get a look at the streets, though, because if you're driving into Charlotte, you're driving around town, whether you're in Huntersville, Cornelius, Davidson, Mooresville, Troutman, Statesville, maybe you're north of Statesville. Wherever you're at, ride iCats. That's who you want to check out, an alternative transportation option. Given all the wonderful traffic we see around here, we need some options. We like solutions around here. Jeff's on the phone with us from iCats. Jeff, how are the roads looking this morning, sir? Good morning, Justin. Uh, traffic is uh, moving uh, at a uh, fairly decent uh, pace this morning. Uh, traffic is getting heavier, 77 uh, north and south between Statesville to uh, uh, Charlotte. Uh, there are patches of dense fog, so just uh, be careful when, you, you, uh, when you're driving. Don't run up on people. Uh, but uh, the secondary roads seem to be good in the Statesville area. I haven't heard of any reports. So uh, we're doing good on a Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you, Jeff. Now, are you, have you gone to the, sh- uh, to the city already once this morning? Yes, sir. I've already been there. I'm in Mooresville right now. I'll be heading back to Charlotte at 730. Do you prefer to put the windows down, Jeff, when you're waving at all the traffic and you're just cruising in the HOV lane? Is that part, is that is that OK to do as an iCatch driver? Well, some of our passengers have recommended that we we do that or hold up a sign or something. But uh, it is nice being able to use the HOV lane down there. Uh, we get there a little faster than uh uh, some of the folks that are not using it uh, seems like traffic just backs up between uh, Langtree to exit 23 in uh, Huntersville. So, yeah, it's nice to be able to, to use the HOV lane. All right, Jeff from iCats uh, going to Charlotte each way, three bucks each way. And then Tuesdays they go to the VA in Salisbury. So if you're a veteran with appointments at the VA in Salisbury, they'll take you there. Thursday to Winston, Friday to Hickory. And what is it, a dollar, Jeff, to go to each of those other places? Yes, sir, one dollar each way. Wow, what a steal. RideiCats.com. Jeff, we appreciate you. We'll check in with you at 815, sir. All right, I think I think I think that was his his line. It was cute. He was gone. He's gone. All right, so we are now joined in studio 
North American Properties and Burkdale in the building. Ladies, how are we doing this morning? I'm doing good. Good so, morning. Do we separate the Burkdale and North American Properties? Like, do you guys like we're have like a gauntlet? We're, we're all one, one big family. One big happy family. Now, you were going to join us for a moment for word of the day, okay? Go ahead, Bill. I went, everybody's heard about the bird. It's time for the word of the day. What's the word? Today's word of the day. Today's word of the day is redound. 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 That's R-E-D-O-U-N-D. It is a verb, and it's actually a formal word. All a right. formal word. A formal We're word. We're back to the We're formal. We're back to formal words. It's a hard H, it looks like, there in, in the yeah. pronunciation. R. R. Down. R. Down. So, this down. Is the, ladies, this is the word of the day. This is where Bill gives me a word, and I've got to guess the definition of the word. Okay. So, he gives All us right. some context clues. Bill, can we have it in a sentence, please, I sir? will give you one of two sentences right now. Redound. It redounds to his credit that he worked so hard to prevent this crisis. It, redound. It redounds to his credit? To his credit. It adds to, it formally adds to his credit. In a formal right. way, it adds to his credit. Right, right, yes. In yes, a formal way, it adds to him. Right, I'm going to give you the second sentence. Probably good. Worked so hard. I could just keep <laughs> saying the same words right. over and over again. We need to be aware that this new policy may redound to the advantage of our competitors. Redound. This is redound. a hard one. It is. I'd never heard the word. I thought it was a rebound. It was a redound. <laughs> um, Give me that second sentence one more time. And slower, please. You're talking in, in, at a speed of which I can't comprehend. <laughs> we need to, to be aware that this new policy may redound to the advantage of our competitors. Add, mm. add to. I think it's add, add, to. Yeah, add to. Something along those lines. That's a, that's a, that, this right. is, you know, if this was family feud, that's, that's the answer. It's on the right? board. Steve. It's, on, it's the on the board. That's it. Redound is a formal word that when paired with uh, to means... Uh, to have a particular result. It is often used in one of two idioms, which idioms. Um, it redounds someone's... Define idiom. That could be the word of the day. <laughs> right. Right. We'll get there. It redounds to someone's credit slash honor um, is used to say that a person deserves credit slash respect for having done something. Okay. Um, redound to the advantage of means to benefit someone or something. Redound is also sometimes used as a synonym of accure, accrue and reflect. <laughs> All of those, I need a whole breakdown of those words. Thank you for that book that you just read to <laughs> right. me. I really appreciate it. That's really what the goal is of the word of the day, is Redown. to increase our knowledge, provide you with a new word. So when you're at the water cooler today at the office and you're hanging out and you're like, you know what, I need to redound this conversation. Right. And, and, and we felt we needed to redound the conversation here by adding two wonderful ladies here in the studio <laughs> that can help us with my nonsensicalness that I continue to promote over the airwaves. Thank you both for joining us today. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. So I, I, you were here earlier. We didn't, I don't know if we told everyone you were here earlier, but when we were talking, I used to be a tenant at Burkdale. Because mm -hmm. Law, which is now Bright Law there at Burkdale, what an amazing transformation that North American Properties has done to Burkdale, which already foundationally was a great complex. Yeah. Right? I'm not hating so, on whoever mm -hmm. the previous owner was and all that stuff. <laughs> but what you have come through and done like a vengeance very quickly, you've changed the atmosphere. You've mm -hmm. shifted the community dramatically. What's been like thus far the most fun part, Maureen, like being part of it locally here on the ground? Um, just you can 
there's a feeling there. It's like exciting. It's fun. Um, we've always had events and things there, but what the new program that we introduced has really just introduced a new feeling, new faces, new families, new friends. Um, so it's been really exciting to watch all that churn and change. Yeah. And so what do you think then when you look at what was and what is now, mm -hmm. pick like a favorite corridor of Birkdale for me. Like what's like your favorite section right oh, now? Oh, the plaza. The plaza. Yeah. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. The plaza. <laughs> where, where's the plaza at? I don't know. Where, where's the plaza? The plaza is where that large LED screen and stage where we hold and host a ton of our weekly events. And then it turns into the ice rink during the holidays. Um, it's kind of like the, the heartbeat of Birkdale. So the fountain is getting worked on too, I saw. Yes. What's the status of the fountain? Let me know. The fountain, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a work in progress. Um, obviously, during redevelopment, we were going to, you know, change it around anyway. But um, there were some issues, so we're correcting those, and it'll be up and running very soon. Is Santa coming back this year? Of course. I just wonder, because we've gone a few <laughs> years now, kids have gotten the photos. Uh, Kaylee, from North American Properties perspective, what are these conversations like internally for you guys when you're thinking about a complex like Berkdale, which isn't the only one of North American, by yeah, the way? Yeah, absolutely. You've done this dance before, and y'all do it very well. What is it like then internally for North America when you guys are analyzing where the property's at now and what the grandiose vision is? Yeah, definitely. So before we put a shovel in the ground, we definitely want to get to know the community and kind of learn the needs specifically of what, you know, people are looking to do um, already in the area. So Berkdale, like you mentioned, was already such a staple in this area. Um, we already had such a great, you know, group of people who were already there at six in the morning drinking coffee, you know, so it's um, definitely the neighborhood spot. And so we wanted to just listen to the community and then add to that. So by creating these larger gathering spaces, we're able to host bigger events um, and things like that. And having Maureen on the team, who's been a part of this community for a number of years, has been a great asset to, you know, give us that real life perspective. And she's here with her kids every weekend and, you know, living the life as well as working for the property. So it's great having the on-site teams that are really able to, you know, give us that insight. Um, but then changing up the merchandising mix has also been a huge part of um, our plans and our redevelopment. So just identifying what categories are missing um, and what people are looking for. We've been able to bring a lot of really great local tenants and a lot of great local restaurants um, that are currently building out. Um, so there's more to come. But, you know, just really listening to what people want in this area, using our social media um, to listen and respond um, and give the community what it needs. So it's been who, a great project. Who came up with the idea of the little boutique boxes in the middle with the different shops and all that? Whose idea was that? Neither of us can take credit <laughs> for that. <laughs> Not at this table. That was a cool idea. Yeah. Whoever it was mm -hmm. that came up with that, what a great use of the space mm -hmm. and functionality. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you a tough question here, and, and this might be, you know, it's above my pay grade clearly, but do you think eventually there will be no driving in the middle of Burkdale? Like, do you think it'll be all just pedestrian in the, throughout the middle? Or do you think there will always be cars? There's, there's always going to be cars. Okay. Um, but, you know, I would love to see it be pedestrian friendly yeah. and pedestrian. And we have the ability, you know, with our tree lighting mm -hmm. events and some of our larger events that we can close down mm -hmm. areas. So um, probably sticking to along those lines. So, you know, people can make those quick access mm -hmm. to um, different stores and things as they're 
coming through the property. But we frequent Burkdale quite often as a family. So I live here in Cornelius, but it's really just a hop jump mm-hmm. away right here from Burkdale, which is very close to our studio C here as well. And we love going there with the kids. I'm a big fan of Bricks and where they're at now. Mm-hmm. You know, Quadobe mm-hmm. used to be there. Not that I'm hating on Quadobe, but Bricks <laughs> there is not bad. The space is beautiful in mm-hmm. there. There is a level of quality taking place within Burkdale. I, I don't know that level in very many other places. Is this a very similar model to what the property you guys had in Atlanta, or, or how close is it to that? Is this basically like a scalable model everywhere? Yeah, definitely. Um, something that we like to work with our new tenants is to really let them express their brands and really give them the opportunity to do these really nice build-outs, where before with Burkdale, you know, there was a, a lot of uniformity with the storefronts mm-hmm. where it was just kind of all white and then just their signage. So you'll see as we start to turn over the tenants, like as example with Bricks, like their new location, we really encourage them to put their brand out there and uh, make it unique to them. Um, and that's something that we do across our portfolio is really um, have a hands-on approach with our tenants. And um, we have a really great um, development team that works hand in hand with them. So um, it's definitely part of our model that we like to, you know, really differentiates our properties. Absolutely. You're listening to Good Morning LKN 844 Studio 4 if you want to be part of the conversation. Digital fam, we're sticking with you through the break. Radio fam, we are going to take a quick break and uh, we're going to get a little personal. So if you want to <laughs> check out the video stream still during the radio break, WSICnews.com, all the social platforms, Facebook, uh, Twitter, oh, now X. I should be referring to it as X, I think, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, LinkedIn. Uh, where else are we at, Bill? We're a little bit everywhere. Facebook, uh, I already said that one. Anywhere. If you want to watch us, you can. And you can see me act a fool, and that's usually a good time. 844-STUDIO-4. <laughs> we'll be right back, Radio Fam. All right. Favorite spot in Burkdale, go. Oh, wow. Not just the plaza. I want a, <laughs> I want a specific tenant. Oh, specific tenant. They're all my babies. <laughs> I can't pick my favorite kid. All right. I know. I think we're really excited about some of the new ones. Yeah. I'm very excited about Foxcroft. Yeah, Foxcroft's Fox I'm a good cool. Pinot Noir girl, so oh, I'm ready to get in there. A little I, wine action. I think Bartaco's going to be amazing. Snaps. I'm Bartok. so excited. Bartaco's going to be great. I guess it's almost overwhelming, like, how cool everything is. Mm-hmm. Like, do you hear that at all? Like, oh, my gosh, it's too overstimulating. There's too much goodness here. Is that- yeah, we. I do a lot when we have our events and I'm kind of walking around talking to guests um it, it you do get a lot of people who are like it's so great there's so much more you know coming and there's so much stuff to do and see and I think it's a pretty it's pretty good mix of tenants we have there cheesecake factory just came in like a vengeance and just took that corner and said this is mine did. and did. I was curious because obviously cheesecake factory being in South Park mm-hmm. now having one here I was like that's a massive place they have in South Park. How are they ever going to configure the space? And we, I've dined there. What a great job. Mm-hmm. They did a great job utilizing the space to its optimum functionality. A lot of tables. The service is fantastic. Turning over. It's great. Uh, how did you land Cheesecake Factory? What's that process <laughs> like dealing with a big player like that in Huntersville, North Carolina? Yeah. I mean, I think it's just a testament to this community and that you know, it's a trend that we're kind of seeing is just the suburbs growing, right? Mm -hmm. So it's more of these um, big brand name tenants that are looking to get outside of the city. Um, So having an opportunity like Burkdale, where we have that natural traffic and the tenant mix that they can play off of, um, you know, it's really appealing to a tenant like that. So 
Question. So Victoria's Secret, they like have the one on the corner, but they're building across. So are they moving? Are they going to have two spots? Like They have moved. They moved. Mm -hmm. That is complete mm -hmm. now. So yes. then the old spot is going to get taken by somebody else mm -hmm. at some That's point. out there, isn't it? It is out yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, Lululemon's going to be oh, building Oh, Lululemon. Wait, so yeah, Lululemon. So they're relocating. Yeah. <laughs> Let me do the jigsaw puppy. Exactly. <laughs> Cross the street. So Lululemon is going to be... Bigger, yes. better. So, mm -hmm. but so then the where Lulu is now is every is every Eve. Yeah, a women's mm -hmm. boutique. A women's well, boutique. Mm -hmm. So okay, start their build out in December. Yes. Let me be honest with you, ladies, <laughs> if I could right now. You got a lot of women's boutiques in there. Where's the love for the dudes? Well, Southern Tide just opened. Southern Tide. So, yeah, Southern, Southern Tide. 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 Mm -hmm. Tide. 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 Mm -hmm. What do they sell? They sell men and women's clothes. Okay. Uh, very. Lake friendly. Oh, yeah. I can get down with the lake vibe. It is vibes. a great store. It's a beautiful, okay. beautiful. Southern Tide. There you mm -hmm. go, Bill. I tried to tell you they it's were going to get some hear. dude stuff in there. <laughs> I like. It. You didn't believe them, but I told <laughs> you it was going to happen. So I like. It. Okay, so that that's pretty good. Let me. Can I be honest with you too? Um, how's the movie theater doing? Movie theater is actually doing really well. Okay. Mm -hmm. I just haven't Barbie. been to movies in a long <laughs> yeah. time. We have Barbie and Oppenheimer. They're doing well. Barbie, Bill, you want to see it a second time? <laughs> No? Sure, why not? Okay. So in Berkeley, I like picking on them. It's okay. Uh, I, I just haven't been in the movies in a long mm -hmm. time. And I and, and it's all a lot of you know, speculation in the community. Oh, they're going to do this. They're going to do that. They're going to do this. Was there ever a plan to eliminate the movie theater? Or was that just a big lie that The movie theater not is start, not a part of the property that we manage. At all? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we don't own it. We don't own it. Wow. So it's its own parcel. Yeah. Do you say, hey, clean up your act like we a little try, bit? We try. try to. Wow. I, I, yes. I never Morgan gets that. out there with her pressure yes, washer. Yes, I do. <laughs> I get out there with my scissors. and. <laughs> oh, my. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys must be in close talk. Is it Regal, right? It's yes. Regal. Mm -hmm. So you must be in close. <laughs> Welcome back, fam. <laughs> That was real close. Real close. Thank you, Bill. Bill the Buffer on at 734. Justin Kazepis, 844-STUDIO-4. If you want to be part of the conversation, we're sitting in here uh, with Burkdale Village, North American Properties. One one family. One family. One sound. Is that What was that What was that line, Bill, back in the drum line? What was it? One, yeah, band, one band, one sound. sound. I That's, love that movie. I actually quoted that last <laughs> I night. I secretly love that movie. Yeah. During the VMAs, did you quote that? Um, no. Oh. I didn't know if you shouted at the TV at Ice, um, Ice, Ice Spice. Ice. Yes. The People's Princess. The Beach. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so we're talking about Burkdale. We're talking about the wonderful things going on. We just found out Maureen's favorite restaurant in Burkdale. She does have a favorite particular tenant she likes. So go back on WSIC News on all the social platforms and watch the video if you just missed that opportunity to hear she does pick favorites. Uh, so with all the change going on, right, and – Burkdale obviously be constantly in the forefront in the news locally here, all the development taking place. Uh, are, are there plans to, let's say, coordinate with the town on transportation? Where what, what's go, Anything you can talk about with transportation? Obviously a huge conversation for everybody. Here's my thing. I am okay with there being a tough to find a parking spot because that just means the place is banging and we need to go there and hang out because everyone else is there right now. That's my take on it. Maybe not everybody feels that way. Uh, but what's kind of when you talk to people when they're there at Burkdale, what's it like when you talk about transportation? It's not the most fun conversation yeah. I've ever had. Sure. <laughs> um, but it's something that I, we're listening to and we're working on and we're going to find a solution. That's right. Keep moving mm -hmm. forward. It's good to have a thriving community in the community. Like if you don't have it, you're either thriving or dying most mm -hmm. of the time is the way I feel about it. And I would much rather a place that's so busy because everybody wants to be there than not have that type of attraction in the community mm -hmm. at all. 
where where do you see Burkdale fitting in the overall scheme of the community? Because if you think about like, you know, downtown is a popular concept right now for towns to develop. But then you've got this complex of Burkdale just like growing in such a mm-hmm. phenomenal way. So how do you think that Burkdale relates to the, to the town as a whole? I mean, the property is so special to this whole community, not necessarily just hunters, you know, to this entire area. Um, so it's going to continue to grow and get better and kind of change as, you know, the tide changes, you know? Um, so I just, I think it's just going to continue to flourish. Yeah. Do you think that what's like the next cool thing you want to do there? Like what's what's give us some insight. Come on. Like what's like like a, like a lemonade stand, like a little bodega. Like I know there's no, Walgreens. We want a hotel. I, we want a hotel. Okay. And well, we want a, a hotel center. would be pretty good. We're working on it. Hotel would be pretty cool. I, I'm a fan. You're not going to hear any objection from me. Uh, so you can go 10 stories if you want to. I wouldn't them all. And you can bring them all to 10 stories. You ain't going to hate nothing from me. What's it like with like work life balance? Like mixed use properties are so cool because you mm-hmm. get that people who get to live there, you get the people who work there, you get the people who just come to get to come to enjoy culturally like in the off hours. Mm-hmm. Nobody's there, there's just the people living there. What's that atmosphere like? It's really fun. I actually got a chance cuz I just moved from Cornelius to Huntersville. So, I got a chance to live in one of the apartments there. Um, for like eight or nine days. So it was really fun to kind of walk around as not as like me, but like as a guest with my family. So it was so fun to, you know, walk out and go to Kilwins and grab an ice cream with my kids and then run across to Girl Tribe and see what they have going on and go into the plaza and play on the toys there. So it's really fun place. Like, I forget how fun it is because I'm there all the time. My son's really into, like, ninja battling and mm-hmm. that's what we did in the plaza the other day, so I apologize if there's any reports <laughs> from security on that. It gets a little violent sometimes. He's four, so he doesn't really have rules right now, so I'll apologize. Connect Four was awesome. The ice skating rink, let's mm-hmm. talk about that. Are, is that planned to come back? Yes. Mm-hmm. So it was a success then, I would imagine. Yes, it was. Wh- whose idea was that? Because that was pretty cool, too. Anybody here at the table idea on the skating <laughs> rink? Or... I mean, it just was a natural fit, yeah. right? It was just kind of obvious that that's what needed to go there. And obviously during the holidays, it gets colder. So mm-hmm. people don't like to hang out in the green space. So what better to do than put an ice skating rink What there? about like like some hockey games? Is that possible to get out Absolutely. there maybe sure. or something like yeah, that? Yeah, sure. Okay. All right. We could do it. I mean, hey, that'd be fun. I used to play hockey as a kid. I didn't play baseball. Well, I played baseball, but I sat in the field <laughs> and ate snow cones all day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So thinking then about what's going on now, what's mm-hmm. it like balancing when you've got so many projects, right? Development projects mm-hmm. within the complex happening. How are you managing that expectation of like, hey, this corner might be a little tight right now. Deliver truck why don't you try going around this way like how are you managing that in all of this a lot of communication with everybody um it's a lot of sending memos and emails out a lot of boots on the ground walking around to all of the restaurants and retailers and saying hey here's what we're doing you might be affected it's for the xy you know it's from x time to x time so it's just a lot of communication i've got to ask the tough question for north america properties right now let's hear it is this a portfolio property that we're keeping forever? Or are you guys going to sell us and leave us to the wolves? I would love point? to be here as long as possible. Okay. So <laughs> I love Burkdale. I like Maureen not picking a favorite tenant. I don't like to pick a favorite property, but Burkdale's pretty special. Okay. So. Well, we'll say Burkdale's your favorite. Uh, so are you planning to move here from Atlanta then to Huntersville? So my. 
family actually lives in Lake Wiley. So I have some roots. What a great fit. <laughs> some roots here. So I try to get up here a good bit. Okay. So, so, so what is, what do you think, like, from the corporate side of North American properties, what, what are you guys kind of doing then now at this point from a management perspective? Or is it just, hey, Maureen, run with the ball. You got it right now. What is that like with two separate entities? You have one family. Yeah. Um, I mean, Maureen's running with the ball for sure. She's an awesome rock star to have on our team. But, um, you know, I kind of like to see like big picture, right? So just come in and kind of look at holistically how we're doing things and how, you know, the industry and hearing different perspectives. We have a really close team at North American Properties. So on Mondays, we have everyone in the room with development and mm-hmm. leasing and everything. So kind of getting that perspective of like, hey, we're trying to, you know, get this lease signed. What can we do to bring this certain group of people here to show this tenant that this is their market, you know? So kind of taking all of those pieces and then relaying it down to Maureen mm-hmm. on a property level to how we can engage with the guests and tenants and make sure we're successful. How far in advance do you plan like these events? Because it's got to be quite extensive mm-hmm. to put that kind of a calendar together. Well, last year's Christmas was what, on November 17th? And we started planning this year's like November 18th. So, <laughs> yeah. Run it back. Yes. Bring, oh my gosh. Yeah, so well, are you into like end of 2024 almost now when you're planning? Like, is that how Yeah. Planning? I mean, with this budget season, mm-hmm. so we have to plan what we want to do next year now. Yeah. And then we'll have our calendar for 24 set by about a month from mm-hmm. now. So how, how big do you think it gets with like the community coming in and just hanging out for the day in Burkdale? That is a new vibe that you mm-hmm. have brought yeah, to the table that's here. The goal. That's what we want. Yeah. It's definitely been a noticeable change um, for, you know, obviously for the better. There is a lot more coming in. We've introduced the big LED screen with football games and tennis and golf, all sorts of programming so that we can bring everybody in to kind of come and hang out. And that's the goal. Did I see right? And I don't know how I miss this. Did y'all have Danny Carr? there playing in Burkdale too? Did you, yeah. ha- you had Danny, mm-hmm. they had Danny Carr playing down there. <laughs> yes. How did I miss that? Yes. Bill, what are we doing around here? <laughs> I don't know how I miss that. We were visiting Burkdale like a Saturday morning and I look at him and I was like, wait a second, Danny Carr played? Wait, she played here last mm-hmm. night? What did I do? Why did it, what did I, why did I not see yeah, that? Follow so, us on social. Yeah, yeah, follow follow us. I'm not blaming you. It's on Check me. Check out the website. <laughs> your, your Instagram game, do you manage the Instagram? I do not. We have an amazing social media coordinator and she is She's fire. Fantastic. She's fire. Yes. That shout is, out to Kayla. Yeah, oh shout out to Kayla. Gosh. She is unreal. Yeah. Killing yeah. it. And that's so cool. I've seen you engage actually the tenants mm-hmm. too, like in the social postings. Yeah. What is that like culturally to like say, hey, we're we're your property manager, but at the same time, we would actually like to have a relationship with you. What's that like? It's actually really easy and simple. Um, it's it's not difficult to walk into somewhere and be like, hi, we want to promote you. You know, no one says no. But then, you know, we kind of have gotten some really awesome relationships with our restaurants and retailers by doing that kind of, you know, grassroots marketing. I went to Chipotle this weekend mm-hmm. and I mentioned it on the air this week. There's a sign on the door that says online orders only, extremely low on staff. Mm-hmm. Are you seeing that? Like, because you guys manage so many retail spots. Mm-hmm. Like, and you, look, COVID was real, right? Mm-hmm. Like, labor is yeah. real in the market. You guys are almost like your own kind of case study for you could analyze data and provide mm-hmm. probably whole market data mm-hmm. for the world to know. What's the conversation like with your tenants and the people that are renting spaces on labor right now? I know I was at Burkdale through COVID, so I saw everything. I saw how difficult it was for all of our tenants and and trying to climb back up that hill. Um, I think for the most part, we're on the other side. 
Um, a lot of our restaurants and retailers are saying that they're staffed and they're happy to help with things that I'm doing on property and, you know, need bars or need food or any. So, I mean, it's, there's definitely been a shift. So I think we're on the other side, but I know how difficult it was. For it's gotta be tough mm-hmm. right now, right? Like, yeah. like particularly the restaurant industry mm-hmm. and you guys have a lot of restaurants. How are you, are you just based on conversation, just finding out their needs or are there resources almost that maybe North American, Hey, we'll plug and promote if you're hiring and things like that. How does that work? For yeah, you there's tons of promotion. What can we do? How can we help? What can we take off your back? Um, you know, we want to assist in any way. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're on the ground and we're walking around constantly just getting their needs. And, you know, so a lot, some of them are like, we need nothing, just come in and hang out. No problem. But there are some that, you know, need some assistance. Does Burkdale have like a slogan, like a jingle, like, ba, 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 Burkdale, come and hang. Something I think like that, that should be it. That should be it right That's there. Good, right? Yeah. <laughs> and with that, you've been listening to Good Morning LKN 844 Studio 4. Thank you both so much for coming by this Thank morning. You. We appreciate yeah. you. Um, looking forward to the future. Happy to do whatever we can. I'm going to shout out Berktoll no matter what because I love that place <laughs> and I love the community. And I know you guys do too. Mm-hmm. No matter what anybody says, no matter what social media, no matter the uproar at any you know conditional zoning hearing there may be, I know y'all love the community and we're, we we're not going to stop telling people about that. Good morning, LKN. When we come back, I got Bill Russell coming up at 8.15, and we got Jason Drum later in the show. I got to talk about American Eagle and this lawsuit with Northlake, though, coming back. Good morning, OKM. 7.48. The day has started. We're rolling through it. Thank you again to Maureen and Kaylee for coming in here. Burkdale Village and North American Properties. Bill, we we grew up in Burkdale. I mean, that that was like where our rite of passage was was coming of age occurred for us in Burkdale. You are correct. There's no denying it at yes. all whatsoever. And uh, so it was an fond, honor. Fond memories at Burkdale. A lot of Way memories. back when it was like a, a, a Salsa Rita's at the corner. Oh, Salsa Rita's. Salsa Rita's. Throw it back, corner. baby. Yep. Always a line. Um, yeah, man, just a, a ton of ton of memories. I think what I learned, which was which was quite surprising to me, I did not realize that Regal, the movie theater, was not like part oh, yeah. of Burkdale. Like yes. that they don't manage it. We all and, learned something. And so that was very interesting, um, to say the least. What oh. else is also interesting is what you got? is definitely uh American Eagle and they're countering uh the lawsuit by Northlake. Did you okay. see this? Um I I was actually just looking at it a little bit, uh, but let's, can we talk about that right now? Well, we should talk about it right now because it's pretty interesting. So, so North America, or excuse me, <laughs> uh, Apple left Northlake. Right. Other stores have since followed suit and right. left Northlake. Are you connecting the dots right now? Yes. American yes. Eagle being one of those properties that has left Northlake. Right. Northlake is saying, whoa, 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 right. you can't just leave. We have a contract. Correct. So th- Northlake, the mall, is claiming breach of contract right. on particularly several units, although Apple is not named in this particular breach of contract claim, which is very interesting to that me. That is interesting. And to me, that is like kind of gives it all away. Right. <laughs> American Eagle, though, is now firing back. Right. American Eagle is saying, whoa, 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 whoa. It's like a war zone. Yes, that at is the North quote. Lake. That is the quote that I saw in the in the paper. It is like a war zone at North Lake. I I told you, look, people got shot. People getting shot. We don't want people to get shot, but people are getting shot. Apple left after what? The second or third shooting? 
Apple just literally said one day, hey, by the way, we're closing. Oh, yeah, tomorrow. Like just right. not putting up with it whatsoever. And that's what I was saying. I, I am imagining these leases, there's got to be a clause. When you're talking about these major companies, right? Like sure. perception is everything for these major companies. And so there's got to be a clause in there that says, if something goes awry at the complex, we're going to consider you, landlord, in this case, North, North Lake Mall, in breach of contract. And that appears to be the route that American Eagle is taking. So, so it'll go down a road of a couple of ways. In my, and this is me 100% speculation. You read it on the internet, it's true. Right. Likely, there will, it'll go away because they'll settle for some dollar amount, whatever it is, that we'll never know. Or it'll go the distance. I think this one could go the distance because I would imagine North Lake, the ownership company, they don't want to lose out on these revenues. I mean, they got, they're carrying debt on these properties. These ain't debt-free properties. There's, there's a loan on this property. I have sure. no doubt whatsoever. At least like mega commercial debt right within the portfolio because they own multiple. And so I could see this one going the distance. So we will, if it does, likely within the public court documents, we'll get a copy of the lease and we'll be able to see was that language in there that basically protects brands in the in the event of perception and, and events like this that take place. I'll be very curious to see it, and we'll see kind of what the interpretation. How old is North Lake Mall? <sighs> okay, so originally it was what Concord Mills. Well, Concord and then Mills they is built still North Lake. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it is right. still there, right. questionable, but it right. is still there. Right. Uh, North Lake then came about was the new thing. I feel like it was when we were maybe in two thousand five, like yeah, somewhere yeah. in that range. Like, right, when we were from, just starting high school. Yeah. I, I, I can't. Maybe it was sooner than that. Maybe it, maybe it happened earlier. I'm just trying to like remember that many years back. I guess at this point now, it's all kind right. of a blur. Right. But yeah, like, and when it came out, it was the shiny new object, right? Like, it sure. was where so everybody was like, wanting to be. I'm wondering if it's because it was the shiny new toy that maybe perhaps it did not have those uh, stipulations um, in in the contract. But you would have you would think that there would be foresight there. Yeah, I or would imagine. I I would imagine the initial lease probably ran ten years. It's a common kind of time yeah, frame that, for an initial right. lease is ten That's what years, I was and so yep. there's likely has been at least one renewal, probably two. Right. Right. Realistically, since then. Sure. And for and I don't know what the term is left for everybody. You know, some of them just signed brand new leases, and that's in this lawsuit. That's part of it. That's what that's what's really Northlake is upset about. We're not talking about like they had a year left because maybe that's what it was for Apple. Maybe Apple bounced right. out because they were like, hey, we're not renewing. And in fact, we're going to go and cut it right now. And maybe Apple's paying the bill. Right, right. Maybe, maybe Apple's, Apple's like, like, you know, we'll just we'll just pay it and be gone. Straight cash, homie. Right. Like, I'm not worried yeah. about it. So it's three iPhone 15s. <laughs> where some of these tenants that they're suing, like, they just signed a brand new 10-year lease. And so that that's probably where the balancing of the equation comes out a little bit. It's a little bit of give and take. Like, you got to understand, hey, if you're signing a lease in a place, they can't control everything. You know what I mean? Like the mall can't control That's everything. Um, do we really want metal detectors and that kind of stuff to go into the mall? Like you want to do that level of this thing? You remember that? Like when that conversation was happening about right. schools and all that kind of stuff? Sure. I don't think you really want to get to that level. No, ideally, no. You Would don't. you go through a metal detector to get into Burkdale? Um, sure. Yeah. I don't know how they'd set it up. I'm completely making this up right, right now. Right. I'm thinking more I'm of like a car like detector. Driving yeah. in and like getting <laughs> into the metal through. detector and then it scans like the car. In the airport where yeah. I gotta put my hands up in the Excuse me, we're gonna yeah. have to pat you down, sir. Yeah. I don't think so. That would get weird. No? No. Not okay with that. No, I mean pat downs happen all the time. You're okay with pat downs? Pat me down, man. 
I got nothing to hide. <laughs> I got nothing on my person. Right. We're gonna have to talk. We're gonna save New Mexico for when we come back from the top of the hour. Oh boy, we're yeah, gonna we're, save. I want to Me- review everything, all of your talking points. The attorney general is coming out now yeah. against the governor. Sure, against right. the governor. It's crazy. Did you read the? Did you read his letter? Um, I have, did not read the letter word for word, but I overheard some more talking about it this morning. And then there's more talk from the city of Charlotte. So I may be wrong. I have said on record that I did not expect there to become anything else from the red line, that I thought that realistically the red line was not going to happen from Charlotte to Lake Norman. Yes, talk, talk to me about this because I was reading a little bit of it, but I, my, my smooth brain just couldn't quite wrap my head around it. So the city of Charlotte has now approved funding, I believe in the realm of four or five million dollars. Five mil was the figure I saw. To evaluate the current status, the needs, and what it would take to complete the red line. I see. A complete 180 from what I believe to be true. Complete. I didn't think that they were going to spend any more money on this. And then here's the kicker. Norfolk Southern, right? Because they own the railroad that, that would be utilized as part of it, at least the rights to the railroad. Railroad is a whole nother conversation, like nationally as far as rights and ownership. Don't get me started on railroads. Look, it's a big deal. Don't man. get me started on railroads. Railroads and like FCC, right? Like two things that have just been around forever that the way that they conduct some rules and things like that. Railroads and FCC been around forever. Forever, <laughs> man. And so Norfolk Southern is like, they're not saying, yeah, we're on board. But they have come out and said, and here's the quote, though this line remains a strategic part of our network, we have always valued our relationship with Charlotte and the surrounding communities. Wherever we can, we will continue to work with them on projects that intersect with our network, the needs of our customers, and the interests of the region. Here's the interest. Give us the railroad. Give us the railway. Let us use it for a commuter rail. There's the need. We would like it for mass transportation of people from Lake Norman into the city of Charlotte. So there you go. Preach to them. Well, I just say, like, they ask for the need. They like they want to know right. the need. I just told them the need. It's, right. I don't it's think it's that the, complicated. It was almost like a rhetorical, like, yeah. he knows the answer. but Right, like he's I just making a statement. You know, it's kind of like, let's talk Classic. about it even though we don't need to. It's, like, cause it's not like this is a new subject. That's the other funny thing about it. It's like, right. I think they originally like talked about the red line 15 years ago, something like that. It was a big deal. Right. Antiquity and Cornelius got built based around the rail, the red line. Oh, wow. So uh, Antiquity, have you been by there in a while? I have not. So you got it downtown near the Kane Center. You keep just, uh, if you're going on Catawba, just keep oh, yes, going I across have. Main. Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, that, Major that complex. Crazy. Yes. yes. So yes. that was built around the premise that the red line would come what? up and that would be where the stop's at that would take wow. you to. Yeah. So that was why, like, I mean, I remember when those those townhouses and condos and single families. Wow. Man, in Antiquity, you could get a nice spot, like a three-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath. 150, 200,000. The high end was like the threes. That wow. was the high end. Now, you know, you can't get anything, you know, sort of half a mil probably in there at this point. But that whole spot, the development, the site plan, the improvements, the design, 
a lot of it was based around the red line being a primitive point of access for people for transportation. And I still agree with that. Don't get me wrong. I still think that that would be what that would do for the downtown I mean, Cornelius. It looks like the bones are kind of there. It, it was built I around see a, it. I see a railroad. There. It was built around it. It literally was. Same for like downtown Huntersville. A lot of potential there with the railroad. Like Correct. literally it runs right there. That's I mean, where I've the stop would be. I've been seeing that thing forever. That's what I mean. And, and some people are like, oh, I don't know if we want it or not. Would people use it? I think people would use it. I, I Call me crazy, but yeah. if you had the opportunity and had the opportunity to go to Charlotte, here's the key, though, and this is what I keep talking about. Parking? It's, parking is one, but time time of, of it running. Of it running, right. That's a huge factor. It has factor. to go on, like, after hours. Can't You've got to get five. the nightlife crowd. You right. you can't stop this thing at 7, 8 o'clock at night. Sure. You can't do that. you got to run the – you've got to run it till 3 a.m. You just have to. It is going to be a requirement if you want it to be a success because nightlife is ultimately probably – Besides your daily commuter, your second largest group. You're not going to get people coming home at 8 o'clock at night. Good morning, LKN. We're coming back on the other side. 844-STUDIO-4. You want to be part of the conversation? A little bit of national news for you. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazepis. 806. Happy Wednesday. Every day is a yay. In here. I you, like that. You just never know. You don't know what someone's going through in their day, and they need a little bit of pep. They need a little bit of hype. Sometimes that's all they need is just a little bit of some, a little yay. You know what I need? Give it to me. <sighs> that good morning blend from Black Powder Coffee. That's what I need. Sip it. That's what I like is that good morning blend. You go to Black Powder Coffee on Highway 150. That's exit 36 and more. So you just make a left at the Chick-fil-A. You go down into the business park. They got a retail storefront there for you if you want to buy the beans. Just buy the beans. And they got all kinds of – they got like 20 – I asked Melissa, the, the owner, I asked her, I said, hey, how many flavors y'all got here? Because this is a lot. She's like 21. 21 different flavors. And they do the kind – because I don't, I don't cut it with anything. Like I don't put cream. I don't put sugar. I don't do any of that stuff. But so they have all the different flavored beans there in Mooresville at, at Black Powder Coffee. And so this one in particular is that good morning blend. And it's, oof, it is nice. <laughs> so I, that's how I got to start my day. Black powder coffee. Go see them on Highway 150. Again, exit 36. Just make a left of the Chick-fil-A. Go on down into the business park. And there you will find them. All right. So New Mexico, things are just coming unhinged. Things are coming unhinged. And we talked about it. You may have heard the governor of New Mexico has... Uh, decided that the best way, in her opinion, to stop gun violence is to issue an executive order by which would prohibit people, in most instances, from caring for self-defense in public. So her, her belief is, we're just going to stop everything. You are not going to be allowed to carry for self-defense. And, and so my question, because when I look at the stats that they're touting about uh, the number of deaths and shootings and all that, they don't address how many of these shootings are taking place by law-abiding, gun-holding, carrying citizens. They don't address it that way. They don't, they don't present the numbers that way. And so what's happened now, as I would hope would happen, and to be honest, which is almost sad, 
But the attorney general for New Mexico has now issued a letter. All but in defiance of the governor of New Mexico. I mean, I mean this, is, this, is what, this is what the uh, Raul Torres, the attorney general for the state of New Mexico, writing to Governor Grisham. I am not going to spend the resources of the attorney general's office to defend the very likely lawsuits that are inevitable to come based on this executive order. It is very likely, almost guaranteed, that it violates the federal constitution in addition to the state constitution for the state of New Mexico. And, and, and there is some discussion here about gun violence. Nobody disagrees that gun violence shouldn't be addressed. Like, it should. Everyone, nobody's going to disagree. Like, anybody, normal citizen person who's just walking down the street and gets shot, like, that shouldn't happen, right? Like, that, that just shouldn't happen in our country, in our states, in our towns, in our cities. It shouldn't. A lot of this stems from, okay, what are the scenarios and circumstances around? I think a lot of that, like, is it gangs? I'm not saying it is. I don't know the answer. Are these, are these, are there other crimes happening at the time people are getting shot? There's just a lot of details and context to this. I always get weary when we just throw out the, any type of shooting, oh, gun control is the answer. Cause it's not, it's not always the answer. Um, I get into my, my big thing with guns is keeping them in the home out of the reach of children. That's my biggest like portion of all of it. If we're going to, if you're going to own a gun, you've got to maintain a layer of awareness in the home to protect children because children just don't, they can't comprehend, right? The mind can't comprehend. It's no different than sticks and holes. They can't comprehend the difference when we're talking about the guns. And so you've got to protect the children is what you've got to protect, um, which we will continue to do here at WSIC. And um, so if I'm, if I'm looking at this letter, it's a four-page letter. I mean, for these reasons, my office cannot undertake a defense of the emergency order. And though we will provide a limited commission for your administration to defend these actions in the above reference cases, I strongly encourage you to consider whether the time and energy dedicated to its defense might be better utilized in the development of a comprehensive legislative response to the problem of gun violence for the New Mexico legislator to consider during the upcoming session. Basically... Do the proper steps and go the proper route. You can't just go through issuing a bunch of executive orders. And this ties to a national conversation as well from the whole concept of, you know, if the president can just issue a bunch of executive orders and budgets and all this other kind of stuff. There's a lot to consider in all this. I just want you to know I was right. I think that's what I need you to understand is as crazy as I am and as much stuff as I make up, we all knew this was coming. It's all posturing. There's going to be a lot of that nationally, locally. It's all posturing for during an election season. It's funny how like you get kind of like two years after an election, like to try to do a bunch of things. But then once you get like within that two year range of the next election, it's like everyone is just like kowtowing to everybody right now. So it's a little bit of a, you know, miss situation here going on. What we were about to do uh, was going to be our new uh, good, bad, and ugly bit here in just a moment. And we're going to need to pause on that because Bill's getting the phone. The phones do ring here, 844-STUDIO-4, if you want to be part of the conversation. Maybe I'm off bases. Maybe you think I'm a loon. Let me know.
844-STUDIO-4. Got no problem talking about it with you. I uh, believe now we've we got Bill Bill Russell on line one. Um, we can go and take it, and then we'll see if we'll hang out, too, with us. Bill Russell's on line one. Bill, we had uh, Burkdale in the building earlier, uh, and then also we talked about uh, City of Charlotte issuing $5 million, it looks like, to investigate whether the red line is still possible. Has it been resurrected from the grave? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I they continue to talk about the red line. I I think that was a good, good option for us way back in the 90s. I'm not sure it's as desirable today uh, when there are so many other opportunities. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Boring Company of, of, of going underground and uh, doing some of those types of, of operations versus the red line. But we'll see. My take was, what about if we just did, because we know the the uh, company that's running the toll lanes, right? In all likelihood, they're going to go bankrupt. DOT takes over the project. What about just a light rail right down the middle of 77? What do you think about that? You know, I, I'm going to be bringing on somebody in a few weeks on uh, one of my shows, and we're going to talk about the whole concept of maybe going underground and uh, using automated cars. And, and the, the point is, when you have a rail line like Norfolk Southern or the light rail that you just described going down the middle of 77, it's from point A to point B. And that's not where everybody wants to go. You might want to go to the airport. You might want to go to the convention. You might want to go to downtown. We need other options to be able to, to get through just, just from point A to point B. Okay, we've got Bill Russell on the phone. Bill, you cool hanging um, on the, on, in the land of hold during the break, then we'll catch you on the other side. Are you okay with that? Absolutely. Okay. No, absolutely. Bill Russell, president of Lake Norman Chamber, called it a little early today. A little early. He must have had his black powder coffee already. That's what's going on. Good morning, LKN eight four four Studio Four. If you want to be part of the conversation, we'll be right back. Good. Good morning, LKN eight eighteen. Got to get a look at the streets real quick. Bill Russell is on hold, uh, Lake Norman Chamber President. We're going to check in with Jeff with iCats real quick. Ride iCats. If you need an alternative transportation option, they'll pick you up from Iredell County and take you to the city of Charlotte. Three bucks each way. Not a bad deal. Jeff, how's the streets looking this morning? Justin, uh, if you're uh, going into Charlotte this morning, uh, 77th South before the Brookshire Freeway, uh, there's an accident they're cleaning up. Uh, beside that, 77 North and South has your usual uh, uh, slowdowns uh, between the lake and uh, exit 23 and uh, Huntersville. Uh, traffic is moving pretty good besides that. Uh, I haven't heard of anything on the secondary roads in the Statesville area. Uh, so for the most part, we're looking good. Okay, Jeff with iCats, rideicats.com. If you're looking for alternative transportation, again, three bucks, they'll take you to the city. $3 each way. And Jeff, you said it was down in Brookshire, 277 areas where the accident's at? Yes, sir. Right, be uh, right before that exit. So it was back. Traffic was backing up in that area. Heading southbound? Yes, southbound. Ooh, gotta love that. So for all the city commuters, there you go right there. So hop on that toll lane. Uh, or you can just ride ICATS because Jeff cruises in that toll lane all the way down. Jeff, we appreciate you. All right. Have a great day. All right. You too. 
All right, Jeff with iCats again. RideiCats.com if you're looking for alternative transportation. Back to Bill Russell, who's on the phone. You know, Bill challenged me to a hitting contest, which is going down at the end of September. I had an opportunity to get out and do some practice yesterday at Waymer Park in Huntersville. Bill, did you see the video yet? I, I did see the video. I've actually poked. For those of you who are watching or listening, uh, I have actually posted that to my Facebook page. Uh, I thought it was quite humorous. Thank you. I appreciate that. I can't take any credit for it. That would be uh, Ben Daniels, the senior director of Sensory, putting me out there 100% for the world to see in full fashion. And so looking forward to it. Again, the loser, which there is no losers in this scenario, uh, is going to be washing dishes for Angels and Sparrows, a wonderful local nonprofit here in Huntersville, doing a lot of great work. And we're happy to support and be a part of that. And uh, thank you, Bill, because I feel like you sparked something when you challenged me. And that was just to kind of get more athletic, to get out there and get after it. And uh, so I appreciate it sir. I appreciate you. I, I, I was amazed you knew which end of the bat to hold. <laughs> <laughs> you, well, well, you didn't see the stuff off camera. You didn't, you didn't see all the prep and the explaining I, people had to do beforehand. Justin, I, I, I saw the camera fixated on you. I would have liked to have seen your staff running after the ball. That's really what I wanted to see. Well, see, that was the funny part because I was like, hey, I thought this was baseball. Aren't y'all supposed to be doing something athletic? Don't be just standing around. Oh, wait, that's what baseball does is they just stand around. And so it was really a good opportunity. I felt like it was proving my side more than yours, but it's okay. It's it's all good. Uh, you know, I told you my son is really into baseball right now, and he loves swinging the bat. And so I, I'm watch. I, for all we know, I'm going to end up coaching in Little League at some point in my life, Bill, so we'll find out. We'll find out. You got a big show today, you, though. You saw the, the, I, do, I do have a great, I got a great show. I've, I've got uh, Dan Houston, who is with uh, John Maxwell Trainer. He is also the chair of our Diversity Council. We're having our diversity luncheon tomorrow at Northstone Country Club, where we're going to be recognizing the, the company, the individual, and the nonprofit that has really uh, promoted uh, diversity and uh, inclusion in our community. But we're also hearing from Beth Bledsoe from MSC Industrial, who's going to be talking about re-engaging veterans into the workforce. So that's a, that's a great topic. You don't think about veterans being a diversity topic, but it is. And uh, so we're we're quite excited to hear that. What What is the atmosphere like right now? We're about to enter into Q4, right, of 2023. Typically in the small business world, what starts shifting as we approach the holiday season for small businesses? Hope. <laughs> Absolutely hope. Uh, this, is, this is the time of the year that a lot of small businesses are really getting back into the black. I, I know uh, I, I talked to Danny Phillips you know, with the old store produce and, and really the Christmas tree sales and the things that they do is when they really make their money. They, they're right now, they're, they're, they're just trying to make ends meet. A lot of the retail stores uh, have just really tried to stay in the black. This is the opportunity to, if they're going to make some money, it's going into the fourth quarter. But I tell you, the, the, the thing that concerns me is the cost. Costs are going up so much, Justin. Operational costs, wages, employees want to be paid more. But the fact of the matter is, if you're a business owner, you're trying to pay the mortgages or rent or the, 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 the energy, just everything else that you've got, all the other operational expenses outside of just human resource. So it's, 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 um, it's challenging. Business is good out there. But costs are rising uh, tremendously. And when we see those costs rise, people act surprised like then when the end consumer pays more. But if like the cost goes up on, you know, labor, on materials, on rent, on everything else for the business, 
it can't be that big of a surprise that we as the end consumer end up paying more given the increased cost for the business. Am I wrong about that? Yeah, I mean, you know, just go to the grocery store. I, I went there this weekend, and, and <laughs> I got a Henry's dog food that used to be. This is, I was telling somebody yesterday. Uh, it used to be like twenty five dollars a bag, and it was a big bag, and now it's thirty dollars a bag, and it's a, a smaller bag. <laughs> so they, it's not even it's not even the cost went up, the size went down, and and they're doing that on a lot of products. Have you 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 might see the packaging, um, but little Debbie cookies, of gosh sakes, you used to be able to stuff. The little Debbie, you, you wouldn't be able to put them all in this container. Now they all fit. <laughs> they've made they made the cookie smaller. Same thing happened with McDonald's over the years. You know, a double cheeseburger used to be 99 cents. And now, look, you, you had one extra exactly. slice of cheese, and it's 50 cents more, and the patty's half the size. I mean, my gosh, what are we, what are we supposed to do? How are we supposed but, to live, Bill? Well, you look at all your staple products. But, uh, yeah, the, co- the cost, of, cost of raw goods is going up. Uh, Everything is going up, and and so that's uh, certainly something that the small business community is having to contend with. City of Charlotte elections last night. Did you follow it at all? I did not. I didn't watch any TV last night. I went home and and uh, watched Netflix. <laughs> so uh, wait, I you didn't you didn't watch Netflix. the VMAs and see Ice Spice perform? No, I, I heard you guys talking about it at seven o'clock this morning. And and uh, what was it? A Hopewell High School grad? There uh, was. What honored? was Bill the Buffer? What was her name? Renee Rapp. So she went to Hopewell, it looks like, in 2018-ish kind of time frame, somewhere around that, 2015. She was there for three years, but then she transferred to the Northwest School of the Arts. So she's big time now. She's big time. She's on stage at the VMAs. and But, hey, her Wikipedia page still gives love to Huntersville, so I figured I'd shout her out. There you go. Yeah. What about you? What would your Wikipedia page say about you, Bill Russell? I'm just curious. I'm like, if, 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 do you have a Wikipedia page? I've not looked you up yet. <laughs> No, no, no wicked. I haven't risen to the may, maybe, just maybe, uh, me having my four o'clock radio gig every Wednesday is going to get me to Wikipedia. What do you think? Town we can make Talk, that happen. The host of Town Talk. We can make that happen. Yes, Bill, the host of Town can. Talk featured on Wikipedia. <laughs> That's right. Bill Russell, Lake Norman Chamber President, host of Town Talk as well, uh, four to five PM. What do you watch on Netflix these days, Bill? Well, I, I love Netflix, also Paramount Plus, and so I, I said I watched a little bit of Netflix last night, and then I switched it over to Paramount Plus and watched some series. Um, I can't even remember the guy's name is Joe Joe something or another. It's a Joe Vagnone. Was a, Joe uh, Vagnone on there? <laughs> yeah, could you watch Joe Vagnone for an hour? Could you binge on Joe Vagnone? I probably could, depending on the circumstance. He'd he'd just light up a cigar from Burners, and then and then he would just sit there and tell stories for a few hours. I bet people would watch that. You know, he does he does regale you. He he actually can hold your attention. Now, I I do enjoy. Uh, Joe's invited me over to his place a couple of times just to sit back on his back deck and smoke a cigar, drink a bourbon, and look at the water and uh, share stories. So yeah, it's a. Uh, I could too. I could, I could binge. I could binge on Joe. I, I really could. <laughs> the school but, bond uh, package. Yeah, this show. This show is. Oh, sorry. I don't mean to. I don't mean to go switch on you here. But the school bond package too has been going on. You've been having meetings and discussions on it. Any updates for the community on how everybody's feeling about the bond package? Well, we actually had a, a really good discussion this past uh, week on Friday with Delise Dashu and uh, uh, the new superintendent and and uh, Melissa, our school board. Rep, and we're going to we put this on YouTube, so we have a deep dive into the subject. But I've actually got them coming on a town talk in a couple of weeks. Uh, 
again, to talk to our listeners about what's going on with the bond package. The Chamber of Commerce is scheduled to take the issue up on the fourth Monday of this month on whether or not uh, the chamber will be supporting the school bonds, and we'll, we'll stay tuned on that. So you got a lot of events going on, so you got the diversity luncheon happening tomorrow, but upcoming in October, a busy month, and, and so we've got a lot of partnership events together with you guys. Talk to us about this business expo that's going on in October, the beginning of October. Business Expo, Tuesday, October the 10th at the Huntersville Recreation Center. We'll have about 120 businesses and organizations at the rec center. Uh, this is something we've been doing since 2001. It's the, sh- it's the Chamber's show and tell. It's our opportunity to showcase our business community. Uh, we have uh, about 40, 50 sponsors uh, that are sponsoring the event, and uh, we're open. We have registration open for other businesses. You can go to the Chamber of Commerce website or call the Chamber, and we'll be happy to send you information. Uh, we still have openings for the expo. We also have our golf tournament later on in the month. We have the candidate forums that we're partnering with you with. We have uh, the uh, the October the 12th. We're having the Huntersville uh, candidate forum, and then the the next Tuesday and Thursday, we're having two forums in Huntersville. Uh, all of these are town halls, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock, uh, showcasing the candidates running for business. We're having to uh, – running for office. The, the reason we're having two in, in uh, Huntersville is we have 16 candidates running for the board and three people running for mayor. So a huge field. Um, Davidson, their election is over. <laughs> they, they have five people running for five spots and one mayor running for one spot. So – Essentially, uh, that that election is done. <laughs> so uh, we'll have a little meet and greet at the Davidson Village Inn in October, so folks can come out and and meet their elected officials. All right, Bill Russell, president of the Lake Norman Chamber of Commerce, also host of Town Talk that airs every Wednesday here on WSIC from 4 to 5 p.m. Always a great show, always bringing in great leadership from around the community to keep you informed. Bill, we appreciate you. I would recommend, Bill, and this is what I did yesterday after I did a little batting practice, went over to Stretch Zone and got a stretch after. Uh, I don't know if you want to go and plan that into your schedule. You may need to do that, too. Uh, I'm getting older and uh, sore as the days go on. So, But we appreciate you, Bill. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. All right. Good morning, LKN. 844-STUDIO-4 if you want to be part of the conversation. Jason Drum, Drum Landscape Supply, coming on next. Going to help us with our gardening. What's going on? What do we need to prepare for? Fall is approaching got to get that garden right in the fall you got to plan if you want that nice green green grass in the spring coming back good morning okay 834 we're there we're riding along we got jason drum of drum landscape supply joining us via video chat wsicnews.com also facebook linkedin uh all these other places twitter why do I keep oh, YouTube? I don't know why I keep forgetting YouTube today. It's just the weirdest kind of day. It's Wednesday. It feels like Friday. Jason, how are you doing this morning? Doing well. Hope you are this morning. Yes, sir. So, okay, a little bit of rain this week. Was that okay when you own a, a supply yard? Or what's it like for you guys when it rains outside? Well, we we stay open uh, through the rain, but it's overall, it's really good for, uh, for landscaping and for... Uh, uh, for for everyone this time of year, um, it softened helped to soften up the ground. And uh, if you need to do some seeding right now, we've had uh, great temperatures, and uh, it's a good time to get out there and get it done. How would you describe this year's summer? Like like as a landscape supply, was it a super hot summer? Was it a mild summer? How would you guys describe it? 
I would uh, well, it definitely started out mild. Uh, June, uh, May and June were fairly cool. Uh, and then, of course, it got hot. Uh, we are in North Carolina, uh, so we get those hot, humid days. But overall, I don't think it was an, an extremely hot time. Uh, on my uh, temperature gauge, we never hit 100. So, um, And now we're having a little bit of fall weather, so that's what we want to do for uh, landscaping. And then so how about rainfall? Because rainfall is important, too, when people are maintaining their, their gardens and their grass and all that. How was the rainfall Certainly. this year in the area? Yeah, so uh, here at my house in Hickory, I keep a uh, running uh, running total on a rain gauge. Well, the rain gauge does it for me. Um, <laughs> and right now, we're a little over 42 inches on the year, which uh, in our Piedmont region, 45 is the average. So, um, so we're we're actually above average on the year. Okay, that's good. That's good to hear. Yeah. Some truth facts right there from from Jason Drum of Drum Landscape Supply. We like that. So we're coming up, like you said, on the fall season seeding aerating that being a big part give us what's the what's the rule of thumb for time frame of seeding your yard sure so um north carolina state is our ag uh school for the uh for north carolina here and their recommendations are to sow fescue seed between september 1st and november 1st uh in the fall and and you can actually extend that on into a little bit later in November. I've had plenty of success up until Thanksgiving. Um, the main thing to think about is the earlier you get it in, uh, the better it is if you have like a, a yard with a lot of leaves in it. And also, uh, if you get it in later, it probably won't grow more than an inch or two tall over the winter. Uh, but it does just fine to uh, establish roots throughout the winter. So that's the main reason you want to sow in the fall. Jason, I, I have trouble when I get the bag of whatever product I'm going to use. And it tells me, you know, this covers 50,000 square feet. I, yeah. I'm of the belief, Jason, that there's no, there's never too much seed that you can put yeah. on your yard. What's the rule of drum as it relates to amount of seed to cover someone's yard? Yeah, so it's a good question. We get asked a lot. Um, for general overseeding, that's saying you have a lawn that has at least some grass in it. Um, if you have coverage of at least 50% or more, you would want to seed at about a rate of five pounds of seed per 1,000 square feet. Um, and if you have a uh, completely bare lawn or bare spots, you want to seed between eight to 10 pounds of seed per 1,000 square feet. And again, there's numbers there that, you know, it's not the easiest thing to understand. But um, if you go online, uh, Google, uh, with all their mighty power, I guess, uh, <laughs> they have a map of your house there. Um, and you can look it up and you can actually right click if you're on online and you can do it on your uh, web browser, I mean, mobile browser now. And you can actually measure the space out. Um, you just click points and draw little rectangles or whatever it takes. And that'll tell you the, the area that you need to cover. So, um, you know, most lawns we get people say, hey, I live on a half acre lot. Um, if you do have a true half acre lot, you subtract the house, subtract the driveway, maybe some areas where you have some woods or whatnot. Generally with a half acre long or half acre lot, you end up with about 10 to 14,000 square feet of turf. So, um, so there's, you know, there's a lot of numbers involved whenever you're doing seeding and fertilizer, but it doesn't have to be that hard. And, uh, and myself and my employees at drum landscape supplier here to help make it a lot easier to understand. 
Yeah, I was going to say, there's a lot of math. It seems like a lot of technology. Jason, I, I got a lot going on in my life. If I was just to come by Drum Landscape Supply and States Floor, if I was to give you guys a call, uh, what is it that you and your team could do to help me in planning through the fall and next spring to make sure that my grass, every time, I want my neighbor every time they come outside to look at my grass and say, I should have done what he did. How, how can, yeah. can you help me do that? Sure. Yeah. And, and, uh, even if you don't have a, much time to talk, we have a, a, a sheet that has a lawn care guide printed on it and it tells you uh, step by step and when to do the applications for your lawn. And if you need it personalized, you're just not sure exactly how much you need. Um, that's where we can step in there and, uh, meet with you one-on-one and, uh, and figure out, you know, exactly what you need there at the office. Um, so we're here to help and we can take that technology and, and put it into simple terms. So once we figure out how much you need, we say, Hey, you need one bag of fertilizer, uh, this time of year, this time of year, and then this time. And, uh, and that's it. So, uh, and then if you have questions in between, cause it's always uh, fluid, um, that's what we're there for. So, um, it's really not, it, it might seem a little bit of a daunting task, but once you get the formula in your hand, uh, it's really not that hard at all. And it just takes doing the steps that's the main thing we're talking with jason drum of drum landscape supply drumlandscapesupply.com you guys got a lot of sales going on right now for the end of summer sale uh what's yeah. what's the hot ticket item right now that you guys have on sale well the main thing that we have on sale that uh it's rare that we put on sale would be our larger uh shrubs and trees so if you're looking for a shade tree uh we've got a nice selection of uh, maples which will be putting on their fall show here in just a little while, coloring up to red or orange or yellow. Uh, we also have oak trees and uh, crepe myrtles, uh, but they're all 25% off. So um, our average shade tree price is about $140. Uh, so right now, uh, and that's for a an 8 to 10 foot tree. So this isn't a little stick. That's a big tree. The, yeah, this isn't a little stick you find at the box store that you can put in your trunk or whatnot. I mean, these are decent-sized trees, and um, we can put them in the back of your truck, or or we can deliver as well. Um, but yeah, so uh, $105 versus $140 right now. Uh, again, these trees aren't something that we put on sale very often, but we're just trying to make room for a little bit more inventory for the fall. And uh, right now is a good time to plant them, so it's a lot better than having a sale on these in July. Uh, so uh, that ground softened up, the temperatures are dropping, so it's a good time to get out and plant something in your yard. Now, Jason, you mentioned that you guys deliver drumlandscapesupply.com. If I'm wanting to, let's say, have you deliver to Mooresville, will you guys come to Mooresville? We do. Yes, we deliver all in the Lake Norman area um, quite often, um, weekly, definitely down towards the Huntersville area. And uh, but yeah, all about a uh, 25 to 30 mile radius of where we are is our normal uh, delivery schedule. And uh, this time of year, we can usually get it delivered at the latest next day, sometimes same day. So uh, if you're uh, ready for that project, uh, we can get the stuff to you. What about the west side of the lake? You know, we got fam in Lincoln County and Catawba County as well. Any issue delivering out yeah. to them? No, uh, we deliver to the Denver area quite often and uh, Catawba County. Um, you know, it's where I'm at right now. So, uh, we have no problems getting out there. Um, you know, it, it just makes it a lot easier for us to bring it to you, uh, sometimes than for you to get it all together and, and come get it. And, uh, you know, we do have to charge a, a small fee for the delivery, but when you think about your time and, and, and coming down, it really equals out and, um, you know, it just makes it an easy way to get our high quality products into your hands. 
Well, you mentioned you mentioned same day delivery being a possibility, not obviously guaranteeing, but a possibility. And mm-hmm. I think too, one of my flaws, Jason, is I'll just go to the store and I'll think I have everything I need without a list because you know my mind is like a steel trap, right? Like, and I, mm-hmm. I know everything I need, but inevitably there's something that I did not get. So can I just call you guys? Like, if I had that one shrub, one tree, you know, one ton, whatever of mulch that I forgot, and I can call you, and then you guys will come save the day. Is that what you're telling me? Basically, yeah, we we do have a, a, a minimum of a hundred dollars worth of our products for delivery, um, but it, you know when you're talking about a bag of grass seed at one hundred twenty five dollars, um, it, it adds up uh, pretty quickly. So uh, our delivery service isn't one of our uh, money makers. That's not what it's there for. It's so that we can get the products out to our customers who can't make it to us. And so you talk about the seed, which you you had this seed made, custom seed. I think it was out of Oregon, I believe you were telling Correct. me. Yeah. Is there like an ongoing maintenance process from your perspective of the seed? Or, or, how did, or is it just the product was made once and it's good to go, we trust it? What's that like, like for you to like when you each season come to sell new seed? Yeah, that's a great question. So uh, seed is, uh, uh, grass seed is a lot like most other agricultural products. Um, You have to deal with the weather. You have to deal uh, with just different factors that can influence the crop uh, because that's essentially what it is. So uh, we do, uh, we look at all the varieties and what has worked well, um, you know, this year. So if, if there's a variety that we've chosen that didn't get a great crop on, we might choose another one that's going to be is equally as good uh, to fill that need. And the way that they know how good they are is they actually have trials and turf grass tests on these seeds. So they each get a score and uh, and then we take the best of what we can and put it in the bag. So we're always looking at new seeds and what they can do for your lawn. And it's always good to introduce a new variety every once in a while. And so we do change up the seed just a little bit every year, just to make sure that we're introducing, you know, new, new varieties of seed into your lawn. And, um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty easy to store. It's, um, it's harvested in the summer and then by the fall is when we know the pricing. And, uh, this year, uh, they had a lot better crop than they had in the past. So the pricing went down about 20% from last fall. Okay, that's always hey, we're looking at we're looking to save some dollars somewhere, Jason, but we don't want to compromise on the quality and we appreciate that. I'm gonna we're gonna put on the, the bullpen cam real quick. Bill build a producer. We have this plant hanging in here, Jason. I need your expert mm-hmm. opinion. Do we think this thing can survive? Needless to say, I've neglected it quite a bit. Can you see it back there in the corner? Yeah. You see that thing? Do you do. think this thing can survive at all at this point? Well, yeah, it has not dropped its leaves yet. Um, so I think if you, you know, water it about once a week or so, uh, and it can come back. So, yeah, giving it a little bit of sunlight there, it looks like it might be a pothos, uh, which is a house plant. Um, but, yeah, just making sure it does get some water. Um, as many plants as I have in my yard out here, I'm also um, not the best at house plants. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, just giving it some uh, TLC. And it's just like anything else. When you give it a little bit of care, 
it'll uh, it'll pay pay itself back. Okay, the rule of drum. That's what we're going to start following for our landscaping needs. Absolutely love it. Jason, thank you so much for your time. Jason Drum of Drum Landscape Supply, drumlandscapesupply.com, 704-253-7010. Like you said, he, they do deliver, drumlandscapesupply.com. Some great sales going on, and you want to get that seed program going on because you want to make sure that come springtime, your yard is better than your neighbor's. Jason, we appreciate you, sir. All right. Great to be with you. All right. Take care. All right. Good morning, LKN fam. We're going to take a break and we're coming back. We're going to wrap up the show, let you know about the lineup for the rest of the day. Pat Shannon, the legend himself, is coming up next. And we're going to let you know what else to expect today. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazepis. Thank you again to Jason Drum of Drum Landscape Supply, Supply for being with us. DrumLandscapeSupply.com. You want to make that lawn, you want to make that neighbor jealous, well, you do it with Drum Landscape Supply. And what we are excited about is the fact that 9 o'clock is approaching, and that means you're going to get Pat Shannon, host of the Home Ad Show. If you've got to buy something, sell something, trade something, maybe you found kittens and mittens. Maybe you need mittens for your kittens. Well, the Home Ad Show is where you can make that happen. If you've got a birthday or an anniversary, I still got to go to Daylight Donuts. You got to give me some pumpkin spice. I'm going to make it happen. I'm starting to drool. All right, but right now, what we need to do... Uh-oh. Oh, no. It's the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's our news report from Bill the Buffer. All right, punks. This is the good, the bad, and the downright ugly. Presented to you by Nelson Royals. The horse... The shop with the horse on top. You seen that horse on the roof there? I have. You drive down 150, Nelson Rolls, Western Gear, Saddlery, Work Gear. You go down Highway 150. Let's start with the good, why don't we? Okay, let's do it. The good. We hit on it earlier. Um, Renee Rapp, um, nominated for Best New Artist, Video Music Awards. Did she win? She did not win. Who won? Um, Ice Spice, Oh, I believe. Ouchies. I believe. Um, Tough call. Tough to beat. But to be nominated, to be from Huntersville, Huge our area, that's good news. Huge accomplishment. This is good news. Shout out the Lake Norman area. Correct. Um, On to some, and I don't know if you would call this bad news. It's all bad. Right? It, this is this, this is the bad part. It's all terrible. All right, fans at a Wisconsin bar uh, promised uh, were promised free drinks. What? If Aaron Rodgers loses. Okay. Right, so um, this is a Wisconsin bar that used to play for the Packers. Right, right. He, so this he did bar, lose, right? Um, well, they did lose. The Packers lost, didn't they? The Packers. I don't think the Packers lost. And, oh. Uh, but this was about the Jets. Oh, so the Jets. Said, That's right. Yeah. He yeah, said, yeah. if the Jets lose, your bar is free. The Jets lost, They're, though, right? Because Aaron Rodgers got hurt. No, Justin. Let me get through the story. Okay, got it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he was saying, if the Jets lose. All your drinks are free. So Aaron Rodgers goes down with 75 seconds into the game. So everyone just starts raking oh. up these drinks. Pour them down, Drink baby. Taps, right? Later that game, the Jets win in overtime. No. And the fans <laughs> of this Wisconsin bar are stuck with the tab that they probably thought that they were not going to get. Here's a few thousand dollars worth of drinks right there. Now that's bad. Now that's a good small. Th- that business owner was like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> The winner! And now I got some downright ugly news. Uh This is coming from AP France. Okay. All right. 
Um, Ouch. They are saying that the iPhone 12 emits too much radiation and Apple must take it off the market. Stop. Right. The 12? Yes. And this is uh, the reason why I like this story. It goes back to that ER, right? That electromagnetic radiation. Um, yeah, it's just that phone in particular, for some reason now, is above the European code. Um, I could go into a bunch of like ratings and how they regulate it. Uh, no, it's okay. They're but good. it's a lot of uh, jargon, uh, electromagnetic energy absorption of 5.74 watts per kilogram during tests of an iPhone. Um, and the European standard is uh, four watts per well, kilogram. Well, we know really what that means. And, and so it's not too much of a stretch to say, Bill the Buffer breaking the news here, the Apple iPhone 12 causes cancer. And so if you've okay. got it, you need to get rid of it right now. Uh, throw it away. Don't even put it to your ear again. Ear cancer is a killer and you need to do something about that iPhone 12. France is ahead of the game. So be French and and get <laughs> rid of it right now. This was the good, the bad and the ugly news segment uh, sponsored today by Nelson Royals uh, Western Wear Saddlery Workwear. You got to go in the store, Nelson Royals. You got to go yes. check it out. What a great shop. A Justin lot of boots. variety. Uh, they sell all over the world. So you can order online from Nelson Royals, by the way, too. They Correct. do. They have an online game. Now, David Royal is, uh, I believe, the national champion in his category of mounted shooting with a revolver, with a pistol. And he tells me he's going to teach me how to do this. And so that will also be coming in the future days. But again, Nelson Rose, if you are going east on Highway 150 from 77, just look for the horse on the roof because that's how you're going to know when you're at the right spot. Nelson that. Royals, been there a long time. Uh, great shop. Again, workwear. Definitely, if you're, if you're out there, you're getting close to that wintertime, you're going to need them layers. You're going to need them layers. Oh, yes, sir. And so you go to Nelson Royals for all your workwear, western wear, and saddlery. All right, so the rest of the day, we talked about Pat Shannon, home ad show. Coming up here at 9 o'clock, I'm sure a lot of people feeling relieved that we will be leaving and he will be coming in. Very no. exciting. <laughs> uh, after that, Representative Jason Sane today, Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Have you connected with Representative Sane today yet? Is he touching um, you? I, I have not. I okay. Have not. So but don't. he was in count. Chicago last week. Yes. He was doing his thing. He. Uh, this man is an enigma. He's right. all over the place, learning, representing, willing to dedicate his time to being a, a servant of the community phenomenal we're grateful to have him as part of the wsic family his show all things sane airing every wednesday from 11 to noon uh, i don't know uh what who his guest is going to be he's brought in some big hitters thus far um, right but and even if it's not a guest you don't need it because he you've got to talk you've got direct access to know what's going on in raleigh through representative sane you're going to want to call in if you've got a question about hey what's the legislator doing in raleigh and I don't want to say like, hey, it can be off topic to what they're talking about, but he has doesn't shy away from any of the questions. So 844-STUDIO-4, you'll be able to call in at 11 o'clock and talk with Representative Sane. He is conference chair for the Republican Party in, in Raleigh. He's also, I believe, co-chair of appropriations, mm -hmm. uh, the budget. Uh, if you heard of it, it's a big concept. It's a pretty big you know, thing here, budgets in general. And so um, he, he's looking for a guy with the answers or at least can help put you in the right direction. He definitely is. And is his, the one his to show do it. last week, even though he had some guest hosts on, it was um, fire. Uh, yes, Larry and David, they 
He doesn't just trust the mic to anybody. Like, he's not going to let me sit in front of his mic during his time. Like, he knows better than that. And and so he brings in actual people with knowledge um, about what's going on in the state and around the country. Definitely go back and listen to that episode if you want uh, about 47 minutes of entertainment. That's right. So his show is called All Things Sane. It is podcasted. You can watch it. You can listen to it. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you digest your content. It is there for you. Just search WSIC News or All Things Sane. And then noon to three per the use, Monday through Friday, Todd Starnes. So for if you want your national updates, you can listen to Todd Starnes from noon to three. Three o'clock today, the good, the bad, and the guilty with Sheriff Darren Campbell. Correct. Uh, he has been doing some traveling, and I think he was in Raleigh this week. So this is the thing, right, about Sheriff Campbell. By the way, I told you I went to the Iredell County Agricultural Fair last weekend. The tanks that Iredell County Sheriff has... I would just say, like, if you if if you had any inclination, hey, maybe I'll do something I shouldn't do. Don't do it in Iredell County, because like they they're not playing. Like like it's right. like, they're prepared. Uh, mess around and find out. That's right. They're prepared and but don't mess around. But don't mess around. Yeah. Really cool to be able to see the gear and some of the stuff they've got going on there at Iredell County. And, and he's in Raleigh because he's also president of the North Carolina Sheriffs Association. So, again, we're grateful for Sheriff Campbell and his crew. I believe Chief Deputy uh, Bill Hamby will be in studio at Studio A in Statesville to do the show, at least. Don't know if uh, Sheriff Campbell is back yet from Raleigh. Again, he's got a lot of things to do. We try to provide you access to leadership, right? That's ultimately our goal here is the local leadership that's in place. Engage with them. You can ask questions. You can call in. You can be a part of it. If you've got something on your mind or you just want an update, you can sit back and listen. We certainly allow you to do that. I'm not going to tell you no. But if you have a question, don't be afraid to call in. You can you can stay anonymous. It's not the only way I'm going to know who you are. You think my I mean Mike Tyson called in once here. I didn't track him down after, and that's okay. I'm still waiting on Denny Hamlin to call after you know he can't he can't hold a line to save his life. We'll see if he actually can win a Cup Series before he turns to dust. We'll find out. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. Nobody knows, but we'll see. So you've got Sheriff Campbell again at three o'clock. The good, the bad, and the guilty, and then. Four o'clock today, again, Town Talk, hosted by Bill Russell, president of the Lake Norman Chamber of Commerce. He'll be in here uh, in studio with a couple of big players, per the use, talking about diversity, talking about diversity. And I thought I was good the way that he also referenced, you know, veterans, veterans being part of the diverse. When we think about diversity as a whole, there's a lot of different qualifications as it relates to diversity. And so veterans and looking for jobs. There's all kinds of diversity. Very great point. Left-handed people, diverse I guess. Would you consider that diversity being left-handed? Right. Yeah. Adverse. (laughs) What what about broccoli eaters? Yeah. Diverse. Yes. People who enjoy uh, salmon over chicken. Okay. Diverse. Yeah. People who put one sock, one shoe, other sock, other shoe. Mm. Diverse. Adverse. I would not say that that's a normal scenario. Right. That might be where I draw the line. Like, that's not just diverse. That's right. weird. You're doing it wrong. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I know there's no label on there, right. but, you know, human in, 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 you know, ingenuity says don't do this. Because what happens, like, if you had an emergency and you just had one sock and one shoe? Like, I would rather have two socks and no shoes than have, like, a sock and a shoe and then the other foot barefoot. You ever thought about it that way? Um, Emergency goes down. You got a quick run. You know what I like about you, man? We, you know, you got a whole lineup here. And for some reason, you've just gone off kilter to one sock, one shoe. And these. It's the way my brain works. I wish I could explain it. Right. No, I know. Um, Don't get me started on Daylight Donuts right now. And I love it. 
But who do we have at 5 o'clock? Oh, yeah, 5 o'clock, Brian Summers. Well, he's on every day. Brian Correct. Summers is on Monday through Friday every day. The most local man in the community. Right. I saw him at the Iredale County Agricultural Fair. He's there. He's there. I'm right. like, I come into a tent, and I'm like, it's Brian Summers, of course, no doubt. And uh, his show is always great, and we appreciate well, him. Well, we got a six. Six o'clock, well, Joe Berg, scoreboard with Joe Berg. He's awesome. also there. Yeah, we got a lot. Look, we have so much content, even my brain can't even keep up with all of it. Like, right. that's almost the problem is, like, it's so much. So here's the easy way to know. You go to WSICnews.com, you click on radio shows. You can see the whole lineup. You can see everybody we've got going on. So daily sports commentary. I'll leave the Denny Hamlin poking to him, except when I want to do it because I like doing it every day. Good morning, LKN. We appreciate Good you riding today, with man. us. Good show. Great show today. Appreciate you. Appreciate all the guests. Shout out Burkdale. Shout out Bill Russell. Shout out Jason Drum. North American Properties. Love you, my kid. The new 105.9, 100.7 WSIC, Statesville, Mooresville, North Charlotte.